Hello, welcome to the Nerd Solution, your weekly dose of dicks. Fucking hell! <laughs> Loud dicks. <laughs> Loud dicks. Okay, that did remind me of something. I saw a manga today whilst I was in Forbidden Planet called Dick Fight Island. Dick Fight Island. Okay. It's literally guys dressed up in bondage gears with dicks the size of their forearms that they use as weapons to murder each other. Lovely. Absolutely googling that. I can hear typing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dick Fight Island. I need to read this. Quick Google on that one. Why not? Dick Fight Island. <laughs> you can get it as a Dick PDF. Dick Fight Island Volume One on Amazon. <laughs> oh my god. I've just Google image it. Oh fucking hell. It looks like the fucking dragon from the end of Yu-Gi-Oh. Fucking dick. Oh, Zork. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Zork. The guy on the guy on the front cover looks like a JoJo character but bonded bonded jojo to be fair Yu-Gi-Oh! it's just kazuki takahashi like thinly veiling his quite outlandish fetishes so yeah fair play well, well yeah he put every main character in leather yeah <laughs> anyway today is a very special episode because we have a guest with us Adam. Yeah, hello. And that is Adam, folks. It's a very special episode of a spe- very special <laughs> guest. Special in the needs kind of way. I love how last week we were going on about inclusion and all of that, and now you're just basically calling Adam special. Hey, this is inclusion. We've, uh, we've div- diversified. Crippling autism. So what? You, it's diversified. You you had me that was already autistic, and the way you want to be more diverse is to get an even more autistic person. Yeah, now we're even. Me, Caleb, and then you and Adam. Fair enough. So, how has everyone's weeks been? It's been okay. Yeah, it's been alright. Not, not done much, to be fair, apart from Go Pride. Fair enough. How's Pride? It was good. It was good to see everyone back there again. Uh, after last year being cancelled. Everyone was happy. Everyone was drunk. Uh, and everyone was very gay. So, you know. The usual. Noise. What about you, Caleb? Yeah, just a standard week. Been to the physio yesterday to get some new exercises now. To, okay. To further strengthen the shoulder and uh, build up that flexibility okay. and that range of movement again so all good there everything seems to be going in the right direction which is good to hear yeah i'm just now looking forward to the weekend yes. fair enough yeah same the weekend I can't can. come sooner <laughs> it cannot as adam is the guest of this week adam yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself like interests what you do that sort of shit i'm studying japanese mainly because i like a lot of things where that isn't always an official translation or a translation at all and my need to satisfy my japanese brain rot is to just go in and translate what i want to uh you know read so yeah my learning process is incredibly specialized on reading so like i can speak like very like five-year-olds can probably talk to me it's fine even though that's a bit weird not gonna lie um <laughs> but yeah um we're just talking can... we're just talking to children right we're not doing anything else yeah <laughs> yeah it's just, just, like... just 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 gonna get it out there right yeah okay, okay. yeah yeah it's like, just like i'm just practicing just, my just japanese talking. i'm doing nothing weird with this child i have to ask for ketchup exactly yeah, it's like ketchup or kudasai. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, I can like read, but like actually like speaking is uh something that I need to just like learn alongside that. <laughs> 
So would you say, like, it's easier to learn to read Japanese than it is to speak Japanese? Well, there's so many rules that you need to remember, and you'll pick them up naturally as you, um intake japanese where you know they're japanese so they just you're not thinking about every single grammar rule in english but you you know them <laughs> so yeah. when you're intaking you you're learning naturally because eventually you'll go oh that doesn't sound quite right you'll yeah. just build a natural sense up Fair enough. so yeah i'm not worrying about it too much for now but actually reading um is quite educational for me just throwing myself in the deep end mm. so other than doing it for like being able to get more content in and which i completely understand because rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai still does not have a uk release over here so that still is annoying so i understand the need to intake more that's not available but do you like have an end game for it or going into uh, translation and stuff like that maybe i definitely want to like post translations like i'm already translating type moon character material and another novel but see the thing is i want to like doubly triply quadruply fact check it so i don't get Ex- like roasted <laughs> gotta be fucking like brain wrecking because like when you're translating shit you can't just go like yeah that's simple that's this because like as we all know like a lot of words mean a lot of different fucking things so you could end up as you said it being something really fucking important and instead you're going on like a monologue about fried chicken or some shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like what do you have to do to fact check it so usually you just intake more grammar like textbooks and everything so so you are definitely making sure the sentence structure is okay. Just fresh eyes, honestly. Because um, I'll like translate something and then the next morning I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. You're fulfilling the wee dream. Sounds you know, very rewarding uh, though. You know, yeah, it, it definitely is. It's got to take up a lot of time. Oh, that too. <laughs> Reading through textbooks in terms of like quality, you because you don't want to just skim through because then what's the point in even reading you're just like casting your eyes over the text not actually taking it in yeah but like that takes a hell of a long time just understand the grammar rules and everything because like in your own language when you read a book you don't fully read every word you actually just as you said you skim over it and you take in the information that's needed really like do you think you'll ever get to that sort of level i hope so i mean having like difficulty reading actually is kind of a plus because you're not doing that you're taking in every single word and every single piece of grammar yeah so when you're translating you need to be perfect yeah <laughs> a little bit so other than like books and novels and shit what about video games or stuff then with it i want to play uh the ps1 ports of shimigami tensei one two and if but um see the thing is they're all in japanese and the japanese is like really pixelated because obviously well it's not pixelated it's just, it's just kind of blurry mm. so you you need to know your kanji inside and out mm. so that's an end game because also like you're playing a video game so you want it to be fluid yeah so i think that's an end game and also just going to the place in general See. that's it like i would love to go to japan one day but it is learning the language yeah because contrary to popular belief unless you're in like a tourist trap nobody speaks english like really well yeah you have to have like basics so it's not like asking questions like where is the toilet where's the nearest toilet you've just got to go toilet where or even just toilet 
Toile wa doka desu please learn that. Or just walk around and say sumisen all the time, and you'll get you'll do fine. Sumimasen, yeah. <laughs> you'll do fine. I'll just get out my phone with pictures oh, pointing I, at my phone. This. I thought you were about to say Google Translate, then I was like, oh no, naughty boy. <laughs> don't use Google Translate. Definitely. Don't. Weren't they? Wasn't Google meant to be bringing out like a translator that you stick in your ear and it had like thirty six different languages on it? It's already stuff. out. You can use it with um, the like the Google branded wireless headphones. It's already out. Okay. Is it? Yeah. How much is that? Probably quite expensive, I'd imagine. And you don't want it anyway because it's just Google Translate. I'll have a look at how much that's true. You don't want it. Did you ever play that game on Google Translate where you put a sentence into Google Translate and then you just keep translating it over and over and over again until it makes no sense and then you have to try and work out? what the original sentence was. I like the game yeah. where it just like sticks you in a random place in Google Maps and then you need to work out where you are. Oh, GeoGuessr. Yeah. What? I've never heard of this. You never played GeoGuessr? I've never played GeoGuessr. I love GeoGuessr. We are getting Tom to play GeoGuessr on the podcast. Oh, by the way, they are £100, Tom, if you would like those headphones. Oh, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I'll just shit my pants. I don't care. <laughs> be like hundred pounds for you know something that could possibly translate it directly to just, my ear, just or just shit myself. Hundred pounds or ten pounds on new underwear. You're also missing the point here, Tom. The fact they're headphones, so all that's going to happen is gonna, it's going to translate stuff for you. <laughs> you're not yeah. going to. You're still not going to need to ask people anything. You're I think the whole idea is just... then you give them the other <laughs> headphone and then you talk in your language and it oh, translates yeah, yeah. for them. Yeah. The problem I see with that is hygiene and yeah, COVID. Yeah. Other people's like, yeah, yeah. it is. It, it's, it's, not, it's not the, feasible. The problem is, though, okay, and this is the problem with that. As you said, you need to give it to another person. If you can't speak the language, you're just going up to a stranger and ramming something in their ear. <laughs> How do yep. you go to someone and say, "Hi, listen, I need, I don't so, know how to speak your language. Can you put this in your ear, please?" So you can't you learn at least, you at least learn that to ask nicely if I can just put this headphone in your ear so I can talk to you properly. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, but let's let's be, let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I whisper something in your ear? Like, if you're learning to say that, you may as well just learn to ask where the fucking shit is. Oh, yeah, you may, as well, you may as well, to be honest, you may as well just learn how to speak that language, if that's what you're going to do. I would love to go there. I really would one day. Like, there's several places I want to go. And it's not even like the main cities, you know, like Shinjuku or places like that. Like, there's fucking islands of abandoned cities that are covered in moss, in trees, because they're deemed, you know, like, not needed islands anymore. So most of the habitat has just left. And those islands looks so fucking cool it's literally like looks like it's out of near automata you know and that's the shit that I would love to visit because it's literally walking into a real life fantasy world. You're not thinking of the fucking like cat island here, or just because it's you. No, th- there are cats on the island. I forget the name of it. It's called it's, like, it's called like Battleship Island in real in, in English. I forget the name. Yeah, of it. it's um. Oh god, I know the name of it. It's it's this dick. <laughs> it's not this dick. <laughs> it's Dick Fight Island. That's there is the name already of it. too much dick in this episode. Yeah. Well, there is four dicks in this episode anyway. The Battle of the Four Dicks. That's the name of the episode. Done. <laughs> So instead uh, of the Battle of the Five Armies, it's Battle of Four Dicks. Okay. It is Gonkajima. Adam, how was uh, Tom's pronunciation? If you're talking to a Japanese person, they'll be like, uh, uh, Nani? Nani? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's loads of them in Japan, loads of yeah, abandoned places. Anyway, <laughs> Adam has just sent me the message to Dio, whatever it was called. Geogasser. <laughs> 
Dio Gessa. Hey, yo, we can this. play Battle Royale on it. Let's fucking do it right now on the podcast. What the fuck? So, like, you can group people, then obviously, you know, the last one standing wins. You have to pay for. Uh, what was this? I've not played it in ages. I can't believe you have to pay for it now. That's dumb. Wait, you have to play, pay to play this? Battle Royale. Is it explore mode? What do I hit to find out where I am? <laughs> You just, you, it's on the homepage, and then you go on, like, the world or whatever, you just play. On the homepage. You need page. a counterplay now. What is good? Mate, I hate the world. <laughs> Do you guess what? Like, it was, like, my childhood. I played it all the time, and I had to fucking start up for pro shit and make it a count. Competitive City Strikes, play now, world. Competitive City, City Strikes, sounds on like a, the war. Create an account to play. What the f- No, I'm not playing this. <laughs> GeoGuessr, you're making me guess why I even clicked on there. I generally have no idea. They had to have accounts now. That's... Upsetting. I'm that much for weeb. What I usually do is like just like go on Strew View, place myself in a random place like Kyoto or Osaka, and like try and work out what like signs say. <laughs> I remember playing Geogesa once and I got somewhere in Hokkaido. And I, I was like, just from the house, house designs, I was like, cool, I know I'm in Japan. And I was like, oh, there is a lot of snow. I'm in Hokkaido. And I, I think I ended up getting like two miles off my thing. I was like, oh, mate, I'm a winner. I'm, I'm winning, dad. So like a bunch of old games have gotten a uh, rollback netcode now. So like actually good online, like Power Stone for the Dreamcast. Like not the second game, but the first game. I'm really excited for that, to be honest. Capcom versus SNK is also one of the supported games. I, I'm excited once I found out how to play a Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original one, online but with PC, and I was like, oh, yes, nostalgia. No, that isn't as not old as a game, but, you know, still. Say, like, it's not that old game, but, like, PS2 games now are considered, like, golden classic games now. Like, there's a shop in town that's selling PS2 games for, like, 40 quid just because they're PS2 games. Ugh. Yeah, or you could just uh, install Framework Boot on your memory card and then just run burnt discs. Yes, but that's illegal, is it not? Yes, that's illegal. We don't that condone that at all. That's, I, ne- that, I never had a, a, a modded PS2 when I was younger. I don't know what you're talking about. That is piracy, and that is illegal, and that is... Sony you know, are not profiting the off the games anymore. <laughs> Sorry for stealing from a scalper, I guess. He's got his... Uh, not that I like Sony you. anyway, so... Them. What is your okay? I'm getting to the bottom of this now. Go. What the fuck is your problem with Sony? They are a greedy company, and they piss me off. Isn't every company a greedy company? That's the point of a gump- company. Do you know? Do you do you know the reason why crossplay has taken so long to become a thing? Because Sony didn't want to do it. No, Joe. It's not strictly that. The reason being is because of Sony's ridiculous fucking contracts they need for crossplay. So Borderlands Three uh, announced it recently. So Borderlands Three was going to be uh, crossplay. Uh, it is crossplay, but it's PC, Xbox, and uh, Switch. I think. Yeah. The reason it's not on PlayStation is PlayStation because they don't like people playing things that isn't on their console. They require <laughs> the developer to half profits for that yeah. game with PlayStation. It's why um, Girls Against Strive isn't uh, cross play yet because they're trying to maximize the profit <laughs> so, basically, Sony. So, so like on fortnite for instance i don't talk about fortnite but it's a good example whenever anybody buys anything on fortnite anything with v-box or any skin half of that money goes to playstation just because they allow crossplay on, the, on that game okay which is why it's taking so long to get everything crossplay because no one wants to fucking pay playstation half their profits for a game. Well, also, I think originally there was a lot of issues with privacy as well, because all their privacy settings are set so high on their console that to get it to open up was going to be a nightmare in itself, and that was what's going to cost the money, which is why, of course, they're trying to recoup the money. Which, which is, makes sense they put it that high, considering when PS3 was out, it was uh, down because it was hacked literally every two weeks. 
Yeah, so it made it made sense, and they're like, "Well, now we're going to have to reopen that, and that's just going to cause us to get DDoS again, or whatever the reason." So I understand their reasons for it, but also I can understand your reasons for not liking it because, yeah, that, that is let everyone play with scummy. everyone on every console and let everyone have fun, man. Well, me and um, me and Tom's dad actually had a very interesting conversation, probably a good hour and a half, talking about Xbox and PlayStation and what Xbox have done and what PlayStation are lacking to do, mm. and Dell believes that the way it's going. Sony may end up just stop making consoles altogether, even though I don't think that's ever going to happen. Because it won't happen. That's my dad. They are. Just they are wishful thinking. Well, I, I mean, I can I can see where he's coming from with it because with the way that Xbox has set themselves up, they've set themselves up for the future. Of, you know, everything is digital everything is streaming these days and gaming has followed suit the way gaming is now you know everybody it doesn't matter what you're playing if you can play with people that's what matters and that's what xbox is trying to achieve they've been trying to achieve this crossplay for years and they finally got it going for a lot of games they they've turned a an industry into a streaming service which mm. everything is these days you know gaming has become a streaming service and that's what xbox have created playstation are still sat in this this world of Oh no, people will pay 80 quid for a game, you know, on a PS5 or 70 pounds for a game on a PS5. No, I won't. When Xbox is going to give me it for streaming, granted I'm paying them in essence of like 120, 130 pounds a year, but over 130 pounds a year, I have played, let's say 60, 70 titles in that in that year let's say one year is really good and i play that and each title on average let's say is 50 quid i've actually made my money's worth three or four times over just playing on xbox and streaming it than to be having to constantly fork out 60 quid here 60 quid there to buy a game just to play on playstation now playstation now is really off the ground and i understand that and but they're not doing it in the way that xbox are doing it where everything all their brand new titles everything that is xbox exclusive goes on to the game passes day one if they did that with horizon on, on playstation now i would be subscribing to playstation now if they did that with you know final fantasy 16 if they did that with seven remake part two if they did that with all the different all the games that are going to be exclusive for playstation so i don't have to fork out the money i mean of course i'm going to fork out for, play, for final fantasy because it's <laughs> final fantasy that's a that's a separate story but any game that, like spider-man if they if they put spider-man 2 on playstation now day one when it comes out, all you have to do is subscribe to PlayStation Now. And PlayStation Now is the same price as Game Pass. I would subscribe to PlayStation Now so I could play Spider-Man. And I would be playing Spider-Man and then I would play Horizon and I would play every new game that went on there. But they're not doing that. They're still making us having to pay out stupid money. And with the PS5 now, you're having to pay out an extra 10 to 20 pounds more than if you buy it on PS4. Mm. Why don't I just buy it on PS4 and get the free upgrade? Because that's kind of what you're now doing is going, well, we're going to give you a free upgrade with Horizon, but apparently any future games are all going to be 10 pounds. You have to pay a 10 pound excess fee. Whereas Xbox is really going, no, you can play it on Xbox One or Xbox Series X. It's ready for both. Doesn't matter. Play it on any console you want. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Much. That's where PlayStation have really lost have really lost the ball and slowly but surely they're just going to continuously lose customers to the point where they may have to come out with something drastic or i don't know as i said i don't know what else they can do also with this new with the new console that they've now released that has a very very tiny heatsink like what the fuck are they doing with that I, I that think to me already that. screw or that to me no basically that is saving money that is for them. They're trying to save money. Not that they yeah. save money because they're a billion dollar fucking company. It's also it's also as well, I and think, to corners. try and get consoles out quicker as well because they're paying that the is more fine. expensive parts to get them out. That is, and that is fine. if they went the cheaper route, they'll be able to produce it quicker so they get more out and then they've got less fucking people online complaining. But then I, the problem but, is, yes, which is, is which you're is getting fine. people they... online complaining anyway because they're fucking using cheaper parts. I mean, you're getting more, you're getting more consoles out there. 
absolutely. But all of these consoles are going to run eight degrees hotter than the original console, which over time means performance is going to massively drop, meaning you're going to have to buy another console. They're uh, taking a taking so, leap out of Apple's book. Yeah. <laughs> we can design consoles to fail in two years. Basically, yeah. It sounds like that's what they're trying to do. They're, they're, they're just following that sort of mantra. And it, it to me, it's sickening, especially the price of the console being £500. Mm. You know, that's a lot of money to fork out. And then two years later, I have to fork out again. Yeah, to be honest, console. the fact that they've not dropped the price of it, even though that they're using cheaper parts, is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, like the digital version, still 450 quid. Like, that is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous price to have a console to then have to pay uh, this this is that i think that is my biggest problem is the fact that i thought i've paid 500 pounds for a console and i have to still pay out every month if i want to buy a new game i have to fork out anywhere between 60 to 80 pounds to buy a game paid 500 pounds for my xbox and i had 200 plus games day one and every game that comes on game pass is brand new to xbox like, I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm going to go yeah. to that every time. While that's valid, Caleb, what I fear for the future is um, that Sony might, or like uh, Microsoft, might turn around and say, well, everyone's buying Game Pass, so anyone who wants to preserve games, you know, <laughs> mm, yeah, uh, get fucked. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I I get that as well. I mean, I absolutely get that. And you know, if you like, if you like to buy your games on disc and you like to have physical copies of those, absolutely, all all fucking play to you. You know, fair play yeah. to you. Do you do you? I mean, I used to. I used to love buying discs, and there are certain games I still will. Mostly, if it's anything Square Enix related, I will buy the disc version of because. I, I want a hard copy of that. Yes. How would you feel, though, if one day... So, let's say with Final Fantasy VII Remake, for example, they said that all of it would be on PS4. That was a lie. We we now know that it's not going to be... What happens if you buy all of it on PS4? I mean, it, 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 all it, of it, it will be, but... And then the final on one... PS4. Yeah, but what if the final one doesn't end up being on disc and by then everything's digital? You're going to feel like... That's it's the case, and that's, The thing is, though, but no, but if that's the case, and that's what Square Enix decide, because it's not going to be PlayStation that decides that. That's Square Enix's decision. So that's a completely yeah. different story then i will respect square enix's decision to do that they probably they, i highly doubt that they will but you never know because there's so mm. many people that play digital these days that it, they may do and if, if that is what they want to do then fine i will happily accept that i don't think we're there yet anyway for a full change to digital media no. i still think we're good a good 10 15 years out easily mm. there is benefits to everything going digital but there's also downfalls with it and the downfalls with it is you cannot buy second-hand games at a cheaper price but also the benefits from it as well is every single game will hold its value so therefore a game from like 30 years ago won't skyrocket in price because its physical value and its rarity has shot up because you'll always be able to find it online digital. So there is a benefit, but there is also oh, a downfall Tom, to it. If I might interject there, uh, have you seen the show bidding scandal with uh, the sealed Super Mario Bros? No. What's going on? Well, some rich fucks have decided we're going to inflate the market of how they say vintage video games because they don't know what a video game is. <laughs> and basically turn this into a fucking money laundering scheme, it seems. Um, okay? people, the, the sealed copy of Mario sold recently for like a stupid amount of money. It's the same thing. Yeah, like yeah, a I million heard... dollars, yeah. Yeah, I heard that like a copy of Mario sold for a lot of money, but I didn't realise that there was a sort of scandal alongside it. I don't, I don't get that. Like, I don't know if that's me because... And I'm not a massive like physical media person, but like 
you're paying a mil for a bit of plastic and some metal. It's then again, like, you've got people that pay like because four, they, 500 they will quid never over play a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like, because that's they also will my, never play it. That is also mm. my problem. Is like I absolutely get you know there's collectors out there that love to buy things and they never want to touch them and they want to keep them in pristine condition because one day they're gonna they're gonna make a lot of money. To me, that is absolutely defeating the purpose of the reason why that thing was created in the first place. Yeah, they were, like it like was made to toys and everything understandable. If you want to do that then that's fine. But games, no. Games were made to be played. That was the reason why they were created. So if you're not going to play it, you are you are literally hoarding something that somebody like a little child would absolutely love to play. Yeah. Maybe not in this day and age with the fact that it's an, a NES game and they mm. won't even know what a bloody NES is. And they'll look at it and go, what the fuck is this? this where's, where's my iPad? Give me my iPad. Yeah, but still, you got to imagine, it'd be cool to like go to a kid and be like, this is what games used to be. And fucking get a yeah. fucking NES and shove that cartridge in. I've given my nephew my GameCube and he fucking loves it. Yeah, because and, and that's it. That's I mean, uncalling number that's what one. I wanna, one there. That's what I want to do. That's what I, I want to do with my children. I want to bring them up on the consoles that I played as a kid. So I will get out the old consoles and go right. You are going to go through the generations of gaming, starting with the console I first ever played, which was a NES console. So I'll get out my NES and go. All right, we're playing Super Mario, or we're going to play Donkey Kong, or we're going to play something that's on there, and we're going to have fun together. And if my kids don't understand it, well, they're fucking idiots. I, I still have my Sega uh, <laughs> Genesis for that exact reason. It's in the yes. Aspect. I've still got my um, Sega Mega Drive, man. Oh yeah. Like Streets of Rage, Golden Sonic Axe. On it. You know. Yeah, I've got Sonic wow. One and Two. Yeah. Well, the day the day my kid beats me at uh, Golden Eye is the day I'm going to be like, very <laughs> proud or very very pissed off. <laughs> What on the base before? My kid beats my high score at Gallagher. Fucking rage quit. Oh, that reminds me. That reminded me. That reminded me. So you know, in town, how there's that really expensive like vintage nerd shop in like the Silver Arcade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've got like little Pac-Man machines in there with like the actual little stick and button that you push and all that. I beat the fucking high score on it. Nice. You've made some fat, like chin, like chin beard middle-aged man who grew up like very angry. It's like your phone wants to a side watch. It was like I've spent forty years of my life dedicated to this game, little autistic kid. Time to fuck someone's shit up. <laughs> Oh, but no, like that is the thing, though, is like the rarity. If everything goes digital, the price things won't accelerate in price because it's an older game. Like, for example, look at Pokemon games, you know, on the Nintendo eShop. They hold their fucking price. No, they do that, that anyway because is... Nintendo can suck yeah. a dick. I'm one of them. Yeah, but that's it, the yeah. way. It, that will be the way it'll end up being. And yeah, Nintendo can fucking suck a dick for holding their game prices. Clearly, even if I go and buy a Japanese secondhand culture. Pokemon game, if I go and buy a secondhand Pokemon game, I'm still spending at least fucking thirty quid. Is it um Heart Gold and Soul Silver that are still like ridiculous? Eighty quid. Price. Eighty yeah. quid yeah. for the. It has like the pedometer thing, didn't it? The Pokeball. Yeah. And they're still yeah. like impossible to get hold of it's like okay go go if you get one in its box with the actual pokeball pedometer all right 120 pound to 200 pound if you get one without it okay and it's just the box all right you're looking at 100 pound if you're looking at it for the actual disc like that like the little cartridge okay you're literally looking about 40 to 80 pound it is ridiculous 
It's like I, I understand people want it because Soul Heart Gold and Soul Silver, some of the best Pokemon games ever made. But like it's it's still like come on, just fucking download a ROM, man. Come on. <laughs> fucking so let me explain this to Tom and maybe Caleb. I'm not sure if, how versed he is on the subject. Um so let's say that like I have a rare game on like eBay and I I like tell Joe that um like I'll go half of him if he puts fake bids down um so we establish that like someone's bid and then i'll get joe to like put 10 quid extra on and then the other person has tried to outbid joe and then it'll keep going on and on and on even though even if joe wins then we'll just wait and then put it back on mm. do you understand how that works so you're driving up the price yes. artificially yes <clears throat> and that's how these uh rich assholes are um making these uh sealed games like a million dollars fucking hell it's a smart man it's more people are it, smart that is people. that is actually quite smart yeah it's any, fucking any dickhead level like 100 but it's smart and therefore they've got the framework now that like if they wanted to money launder they can <laughs> Yeah. Like, because the way money laundering works, like, uh, oh, where's all this money come from? Oh, I just, like, sold this Mario Bros. game. <laughs> this is it. Like, I, money. you know me, I never get rid of any of my games because I'm a person that's a collector. I love shit. For me, I don't see the value in a game as being, this is going to be worth a lot of money. Just, I see it in my head that one day this will be worth a lot of money, meaning if I get rid of the game... I'm going to have to spend a lot of money to re-get the game. Yeah. Don't get rid of my games, not because I'm going to sell them one day, but because I know that I'm going to want to play it again one day, and I don't want to fucking, you know, sell a kidney on the black market to be able to afford buying, you know, fucking Pez 2003 or some shit. Yeah. So, like, for me, I've actually went out and actually looked up a lot of my games. I could be a very rich fucking person, <laughs> but I can't part with my games. It's, it's funny enough, oh, that, that kind of thing with games is, I know we were like, bigging up Microsoft earlier, they are absolutely complicit in that kind of stuff, because it's quite it's quite sneaky how they do it, they are kind of arseholes with, any time they add a Xbox 360 game to backwards compatibility, you'll notice that one's coming, because the price of that game will go up about a week before. Black Ops 2, it went from like, being like £7 to £25 on the Microsoft store, because it was coming backwards compatibility. It's not just Microsoft that does that, you'll notice in shops like C and other second-hand retail shops, even if it's a second-hand game, they will shoot the price up. So when Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, came out, Crash Bandicoot, Wrath of the Titans, you know, not that great game. Is it Wrath of Titans or Clash of the Titans or Twin Titans? Clash, or... Clash of the Titans, yeah. I think. Yeah. Clash of the Titans, yeah. Not that great game. You know, beforehand, it was like three quid. Crash 4 got announced, the game was 15 quid. Well, CEX is a suck a fat dick anyway oh, see, just <laughs> Mate, I, I was in town the other day and i know there's trouble getting the new consoles at the minute with the, the xbox ps5 but the fact <sighs> they're selling an xbox series x in tx in town for 600 pound is fucking disgusting Mate, well, that's, that's, just scalping. that's just scalping yeah it, it is it is the ps5 they were selling the ps5 for 700 it's fucking ridiculous the, I know the, the problem is get, though but see cx has been doing it for years though because like i remember i went to game to buy i think it was halo 4 and the day after I went into CEX and they had the exact same version I bought which was the legendary edition or whatever it was and as it was it was pre-owned but pretty much brand new because somebody had bought it went oh I don't want this and traded it in yeah. they were selling it for £20 above the marked price so it was already more expensive than buying it brand new from game and I'm like why the fuck would somebody come to CEX and buy it 
when they could buy a brand new in-game. It makes no sense. To okay, me. they do it. Okay. They do it simply because of, they're like grandparents that want to get the kids some. Yeah, they can't yeah. Find it anywhere, so they'll go and see. Oh yeah, the, find it they'll and just go it. to CX and find it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it is for, it is for the suckers. It's for the suckers. I saw, That's what I saw it, it for when. Yeah. Remember when there was a Nintendo Switch shortage in the world? Yes. Yeah, CEX was selling a single Joy-Con for forty pounds. A single Joy-Con for forty pounds. Funny. Okay. Okay. So you know when Kingdom Hearts three came out? Probably. I, I I pre-ordered like the limited edition version, and it didn't fucking show up. It took a week and a half for it to show up. I had enough waiting two days. You know, I was already starting to see spoilers, and I was like, I can't take this anymore. So I went down, spent 50 quid, bought myself the um, Kingdom Hearts 3 Standard Edition. I then went CEX, traded in the Standard. It's only a week and a half. I'm going to get my money back straight away, you know? I got, I spent £50, I got £39 back, right? And as soon as I handed it over to them, they gave me the £39. They slapped a £60 sticker on it. £10 more than what I even spent for it brand fucking new. Just because it was released a week ago and it's a newer game. They they essentially are pawnbrokers, CEX. It's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. It is what it is, though. This is the the complain about shit episode. (laughs) Yeah, this is the episode where we're just fucking whinging about shit. The episode now, yeah. Speaking of whinging about shit, can I can I uh, start Joe's section of the podcast? Go for it. Joe's oh, you want to talk about? We need, we need we need to be honest, Joe. We need to figure out a jingle for your fucking weekly uh, <laughs> plea for update, you know. So then I can <laughs> get a jingle. We've got to get a jingle in. Yeah, yeah you yeah. just add in a little jingle. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I was just like, how can I get like EA Sports into like <laughs> without Joe, getting copyrighted? Without us getting copyrighted, yeah. <laughs> how can I how can I use their like EA Sports in the game thing without actually you know completely? Just okay, okay. So it basically be like. It'd basically be like, uh, Joe. No, no, I can't fucking do it, man. I'm trying. I'm thinking about the EA Sports theme. It's hard, isn't it? It is hard, mate. It'd be like, Joe, see the sports great at complaining. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? It'd just be Joe. No, it'd be Joe's weekly update. It's in the game. I don't know. Something like that. Something weird. Joe, for sport. Hey, I'm Joe. We sports. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh dear. We'll, we'll have to. We'll, we have to just... we'll have to create. We'll have to create the um the fucking Anchorman um intro for the the news. And it's like <laughs> oh god, we could just steal the news <laughs> intro. You know, like that that weird like no, that's countdown. That's countdown. That's countdown. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I don't watch fucking TV. <laughs> Hi, oh, I watch man. anime, not the news, because I think countdown's <laughs> the news. <laughs> anyway, me... right, so Joe's FIFA section. Right, carry, carry on, anyway, yes. Yeah, yeah. I want to just make a complete bold statement about lots of people in the world. I, you might have seen me on Facebook me complaining. I uh, did. If you play PSG on FIFA, you're a fucking nonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask a question. What's PSG? Right, so, so Paris Saint Germain. If you're not if you're not aware, like because you know nerd podcast sports, uh, that's Paris Saint Germain. They are a relatively new football team. They came came around in the seventies, and they are owned by multi billion dollar Qatar oil billionaires. So that means they have a lot of money. So that means they can buy the best players in the world. You might have heard the name Messi. Messi just signed with them for a ridiculous yep. amount of money, and he's one of the best players in the world. Even though FIFA Twenty One is coming to an end in, what, three weeks? Uh, they still transferred Messi in-game. They haven't transferred anyone else, just Messi, because PSG are on the front of the game. They are the most broken team in the entire game, and every single bastard online uses it, and I'm fucking sick of it. 
<laughs> Tom and Caleb, you'll see Liam tomorrow. Let Liam tell you about when he was around the other night and we were playing online and my fucking rage I was emitting playing <laughs> playing against someone that was using PSG. I've never been more angry in my entire life. <laughs> Literally, I, someone could have stabbed my family in front of me. I would, I would have been less angry than I was. I was that night. I would love to see Joe play fighting games. Um, yeah. I was about to say I'm alright. I'm alright at um Mortal Kombat, but I don't want to beat that because then someone playing Mortal Kombat they'll kick my ass and I'll kill them. <laughs> no, like I could just imagine Joe playing like launch Guilty Gear Strive and like just someone punching him with Souls Far S and just watching the fucking rage build up in his face. It's just. It's just... I... I get FIFA, yeah, it, all right, you know, FIFA, it's, it's FIFA, but if you're going to play online, because I strongly believe that the millions of players that play on FIFA online don't all support PSG. I hate people that, like, if you're going to play online, play with a team, you know, like, the best team in the game, by, by a significant margin, bearing in mind, like, it's not fair. They are so ridiculously good. So any team you play besides them gets completely outmatched, even by someone that isn't very good at the game. Like, I could play you, Tom, and you play PSG. You'd probably beat me. That's how broken they are. And it's just... You really overestimate my ability at playing games. No, Tom, Tom, you underestimate PSG's ability. I I I will take a screenshot and I'll put it in the group chat of my win-losses online. And you can see every game I win is not against PSG. Every PSG game is is a loss. It's literally like a brick wall of PSG with loss, 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 loss. Oh, uh, Everton win. Win. PSG lost, 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 lost. Man United win. So I, I take it you lost. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, in, on the good news, so <laughs> online they they have a ranking system. It's divisions, and I'm in division seven right now, so I've gone up three ranks. But yeah, yeah. besides that, I want to murder everyone that plays FIFA, including myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to murder everyone that plays FIFA, including myself. I can just see in the news, like, angry fat kid shoots up EA Sports. We'll all just be sat here on the podcast and be like, we knew Joe would make it one day. Literally, it gets to the point now, if I hear the name Mbappe, who is their striker, I get physically angry. <laughs> just because I'm so used to hear, like, hearing the name, like, that it's like, oh, and a cross through, Mbappe at the goal, and then it's like, and then I get angry. <laughs> next time I see you, Joe, I'm just going to sit next to you and just go, Mbappe, Mbappe. Mbappe. You'll, be seeing, Mbappe. you'll be seeing him tomorrow, Tom. So, um, yeah. So, Tom, Tom, you don't want broken legs for your stag dude, mate, trust me. What, what, when I'm fucking soul page uh for release soul bad guy for guilty go strive just look at the cons section (laughs) (laughs) it's just a fucking entire paragraph of prose then a one line (laughs) he doesn't have any major shortcomings that's the that, that that's literally that was literally like psg until they made some transfers so he was slightly nerfed in this recent patch and it's not even like a bad thing it's just like oh well he's outside of his effective range more often whereas every character needs to play like that anyway (laughs) in every fighting game i I love when he would uh, when game companies do nerfs like that and it does literally nothing it's like it's like in Uh, destiny one when uh, there was a boss called skolas and uh bungie had to nerf him fucking three times because he was that ridiculous like the first nerf did nothing they're like let's do it again second nerf nothing and they had to do it three times that was like dead by daylight they had to nerf a killer like four or five times just because every single time that like this killer 
was able to like throw shit and the distance of the throwing and their recovery time afterwards was so fucking quick that people were like you just can't beat this killer and people fucking had enough of it and it ended up getting nerfed when they nerfed it the problem was is that it then highlighted the killer's other abilities and made his other abilities OP yeah. as fuck. And it was just like, you can't you can't just nerf one thing. You generally made this killer fucking OP and everything. You're going to have to bring everything down. So it was basically like, yeah, we'll do this. Okay, he's still OP. We'll do this. Rather than just bringing everything down, they fucking nerfed him like five times. Yeah. And by the time they were finishing nerfing, nerfing him, it was, it was obsolete anyway because they brought out a new killer by then. Why would I don't even know why would you add a range killer in Dead by Daylight anyway? Because all everyone's movement is so slow. It seems like a terrible idea. There's loads of range killers. Like you got Death Slinger, you got the guy who's based off the Joker. Um oh god. He's a Korean pop star that throws daggers at you. Then you've got oh what's Wasn't called? he was he like the latest one, Tom? Um He's like the newest killer. Oh no, it's no, his no, nemesis the newest killer. No, 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 no. They've, there's actually a newer killer now got dropped. There's a newer the killer day. from that. Oh, yeah. it's, um, it's Hellraiser. Pinhead, Pinhead. Oh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. Pinhead, my fucking god, he's OP as shit. Basically, the cube from Hellraiser is on the map, okay? If Pinhead gets to the cube, he has, like, this big outburst of, like, the chains, and on your screen you'll see, like, these blue hooks appear, and they'll just start shooting into you, slowing you down and injuring you. So you have to get the cube before Pinhead does, but then the problem is, is whilst you're carrying the cube, you can't really do gens, so you're down a fucking person. Mm. And not just that, like, he's just OP as shit and that's my problem like whenever they bring a new character out the character is just OP that's like every game every, every game does that I think, I think they do it on purpose because like COD does it as well whenever COD adds a new gun to the game that gun is instantly the best gun in the game and then yeah. they have to nerf it like a month later and it's like, I think they do it on purpose just so people feel good about buying new, like the new stuff god I wish that was the case of Guilty Gear Strive the last two DLC characters have been fucking awful <laughs> <laughs> That's that's because I, I think that's the issue because they kind of need need to because you get situations like that where you pay money for a new character and then they're garbage. You just like well. <laughs> fuck this <laughs> a bit as well like i don't like it's like when they bring out a character and they make the character so fucking hard to use that you have to at least spend like a good year mastering this character to be able to utilize this character and it's just like i've just i've just paid like 15 quid you know for this awesome character that is fucking impossible to use. I ain't got the time to learn to use them. I just wanted to play this character and kill people, you know? Yeah, yeah. like, why would I play Gold Lewis, who's a fat bastard, who will, like, get, like, combo to death when I can just play his soul and just punch people? What One game I've seen where that literally doesn't matter. Have you have you tried the new Pokemon game? The, uh, what's it called? Pokemon Unite? No, yes, God, I don't play mobile. I don't play uh, MOBA games. Yeah, it's, so it's a mobile and they have, like, characters and it's, like, they have difficulty to use. Yeah. No fucking difference. None of the characters are hard to play, and they're all just as shit as each other. The only way to succeed in that game is literally by paying to win, and it was proven by by Moist Critical, the YouTuber. He spent like two thousand dollars on microtransactions and won every game. Fucking hell! It's quite. It's all right. It's not bad. It's like have they got at least type advantages, or is it literally like you no, know? So they have a like, Charmander can beat a Squirtle. 
No, they've got like um, they have ranged, uh, range, ranged speed star and attackers and defenders. So types don't come into it at all. It's just about like that would piss me off. What the fact that you can be like a Charizard and get Charizard bodies Pikachu when Pikachu's like, yeah, Thunderbolt, you're dead now. Yeah, no, no, no. The bit that pissed me off was I'd go up against like a fucking Caterpie and I'd be like, you know, like a fucking Infernape, and the, the Caterpie would fucking decimate me. <laughs> be like, that's not how Pokemon works. They have such a weird selection because you said you said take Caterpie. They have such a weird selection of Pokemon to use as well. It's like they've got some fan favorite ones because obviously, but then others because like so the, the current lineup at the minute is not a very long list, but it's a somewhat long list. The current lineup at the minute, go away Google. The current lineup at the minute is <laughs> is Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, Pikachu because obviously, Alolan, Nine Tails, Machamp, Slowbro. Gengar, Mr. Mime, Snorlax, God of War, Absol, Garchomp, Lucario, Crustle, Greninja, Talonflame, Cinderace, uh, Cramoran, uh, and Eldegross. It's like, it's such a weird selection of Pokemon. Like, it really like, is. Yes, my, my favorite Pokemon is Crustle. Yeah. Said no one ever. I'm, so, I'm surprised that every single Pokemon isn't the furry picks. <laughs> like Gondivore is there, but like, I would imagine. What's the form of Fennekin? Like... like the magic using one. Oh, the... no. Yeah, where's fucking Dale Fox in that? That's you know, perfect that's for like ranged it's... one, you know? And <laughs> it fits the furry fetish. Because it's like, name one person you've ever met in your life that you wouldn't punch in the face if you went, if they said, oh, yeah, my favorite Pokemon's Mr. Mime. That person was <laughs> immediately like red flagging to me. And I, I yeah. if, 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 you know what? You know what? As soon as you say, like, name one person who you think their favorite Pokemon is Mr. Mime. Liam popped in my head. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. But his is Gengar, and I don't I don't like I don't I don't want Liam to be associated with that disgustingness of Mr. Mime when his favorite is Gengar because Gengar's great. I think it's just because uh, we think Liam is rather creepy. Oh, and Wigglytuff <laughs> as well. There's there's Wigglytuff, everyone's favorite Pokemon. Wigglytuff. Oh oh yeah, but Wigglytuff is cool. Is it though? A lot it of is. my favorite Pokemon are dictated by like I'll do a Nuzlocke and they'll just carry the whole team. <laughs> if they, if they carry my entire team, I now love them. Yes. <laughs> Like Parasect. <laughs> Spore is incredibly OP. Yeah. It's a very underrated Pokemon, but I fucking love it. And that's Quelfish. Has anyone here played Sword and Shield yet? I know it's like No. Yeah, mate, it's fucking no. <laughs> I have it's so it's basically what I've heard from everyone that it's just garbage. I was so excited to get, like, I literally got a Switch basically just for Pokemon. I was like, my dream is to lay on my arse in bed with one <laughs> arm either side of me looking at a fucking huge TV playing Pokemon. I was like, that's the dream. It was so shit. It is, it is the most baby Pokemon game. Like, you could literally have a Pokemon game made for babies and it would still is be it, more complex. Wait, 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 wait. So is it actually more hand-holding than what Sun and Moon was? Sun and oh, Moon yeah. gave you fucking arrows where to go. You couldn't even explore shit. It was li- if you tried to move off a path, it would actually stop you and tell you to go the other way. Yeah, no, it is. It's fucking. It's the easiest the game has ever been, and it's just fucking. It's just childish. They have um, <laughs> they have they have uh, they have characters at the end of the game. I'm gonna send you a picture because it's gonna fucking kill you. They're called uh, they're called Shieldbutt and uh swordwood swordwood these are human be- <laughs> these are human people by the way like uh, I-, I just want you to i want you to see their hair all right put it in the group chat and you can you can you can <laughs> you can see pokemon ah yes the adult game let's have a look <laughs> <laughs> 
Why has he got a fucking butt plug for a head? So on the left is sword, sword blade, and the on the right is shield, but... The, the guy looks like God. a fucking banana in a fucking tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's well, that's the state Pokemon is in at the minute for get, like yeah. the main characters like that. It's like oh yes, yeah, so I know Pokemon is for kids technically, but like come on, come on. Yeah, Pokemon's <laughs> for kids, but that haircut is not for kids. That is strictly you know. That's Has anyone played level. Crystal Clear? Hmm? Has anyone played Pokemon Crystal Clear? The ROM hack? No, th- no. I the ROM hack I played was a uh, it, I can't remember which one it was, but like a nuke went off or some shit. It, yes, Crystal and it had like all the toxic Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. I'm going to attack you, Tom. <laughs> Go on, say it. Uh, Pokemon Crystal Clear, basically, because Pokemon always <laughs> wants to be open world, but it isn't. Whereas Crystal Clear actually turns the game, like, you can go wherever you want. At the risk of getting bodied by wild Pokemon, which are, like, over-leveled as fuck. But it's pretty fun, you, like, it doesn't take that long to beat, because, um, like, you can just go through. I remember hearing and- about it, yeah, Crystal Clear, because the old Poketubers used to play it, but I don't watch any of them anymore, because they're all nonces. <laughs> they are all nonces. <laughs> I also played. Oh, I did not. I did play that fucking that ROM. Um, the Peter Pokemon game. Oh, but Pokemon Black and Blue. Yeah. <laughs> That's quality. Have you ever seen that, it. Tom? No, I knew that there was like a Peter Pokemon game, but I didn't know. Like, yeah. So it literally is like it's it's exactly what you'd imagine a Peter Pokemon game would be. It's it's Pokemon, but it's just really violent to show that you know yeah. you are essentially battling animals to the death and it was just like you know peter's like what the fuck are you doing it's a fucking pokemon i think we've lost joe oh thank god we uh, have lost joe yes it seems he's there just yeah i fun. fucking hate joe let's talk about how shit joe is yeah he's an absolute wanker <laughs> Hey Tom, we talked shit about you while you were still in the podcast. Let's be, let's be, uh, let's be nice. Come on. Oh really? Whilst I'm still in the podcast, episode one when I lost connection, you ran, you, you, you ran away for a bit, but you're still in the podcast. You haven't lost connection. You're still here. <laughs> yeah, you I just, came back. You, you okay. had, you had, a, you had a cat. You had a cat emergency. Yeah. Okay. So Adam, I, I ended up disappearing, coming back. All right, and then when it came around to editing the podcast, right, all I heard through the bit that I was missing on was like, "Fuck Tom, I know, right? What an absolute dickhead! Fuck him!" <laughs> and it was like, "Wait a minute, Tom's gonna be listening to this," and it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> you motherfuckers! I fucking I heard everything you were saying." <laughs> It didn't tell me it kicked me out. It, like, I was in the thing the entire time. It just wasn't giving you my voice. Oh, so you heard us saying, fuck Joe. Well, yeah, I, I was like, I'm here, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, dis- you, dis- it, you just disappeared. Sorry. Yeah, literally. I, it, it, had, it even came up like on the... No, like, I don't know if yours does, but mine does. When you talk... Like you get like a little small uh, blue ring around your knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was even coming up with that on my name when I was talking. Look, mine doesn't come up with a blue ring. That sucks. Ha, ah, you get a fucking blue ring, Tom. I don't want a blue ring. You Why really does blue ring sound so bad? Really, you really don't want a blue ring, mate. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, gonna have a fucking blue ring by the end of this fucking weekend and tell you that, mate. <laughs> fucking dick fighting island. I'm gonna end up with a blue ring by the end of this. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Moving on. Where were we? I'm still bitching about Pokemon. Yeah, we were bitching about Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon's fucking shit now. Um, so I don't know what else. Uh... 
<laughs> what's next? Oh yeah, no, Tom, you'd lost your lost your train of thought because we were. I think you were going to say something, and then you lost your train of thought. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say something, and then and, and then Joe and then Joe went, and it was just yeah, okay, what are we doing now? Yeah, might as well just get it out of the way. Marvel Zombies this week. Adam will have like very negative views on it because and, he doesn't Adam will be like silent the for the next ten minutes while we talk about how good it was. <laughs> Adam's yes. brain is just going to explode in his head and he's just going to be like really fucking angry. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that episode. Same. I liked it, but I didn't think it was the best episode. I still think the Doctor Strange episode was better. It was an okay episode. It was nice to see Thanos as a zombie at the end. That was interesting. I was like, ooh. <laughs> the, the thing that I found interesting about that was that he had all the Infinity Stones. Now Spider-Man had an Infinity Stone. At the he end, didn't have all of them. He didn't have the Mind Stone. He did not have the Mind Stone. Nah. Ah, okay. But the thing is, you still know that, that they're going to fail anyway, because as it said in what's it called, Infinity War, out of all the possibilities, you know, only one they win. <laughs> so either way, even in the zombie universe, they're still going to lose. It was a good episode, but as I said, it's still not beating the Doctor Strange episode for me. I think, to be honest, I think it got overhyped. I think when we heard about the zombie episode, everyone was like, oh my God, that's going to be amazing. And what I, I absolutely, don't get me wrong, I think it was a great episode. I agree with you though, Tom. I think the Doctor Strange episode was so much better. Mm. But I still really enjoyed it. I thought this is a really cool concept of like, if an outbreak actually happened in the Marvel Universe, what would it look like? Yeah, and, and we got to see that. I think that's why it was overhyped because the comic series is really like, people really like the Marvel Zombies comic series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why, but I, I still enjoyed it. I like these little changes because, like in the top comics, it comes from a different a superhero from a different dimension. The thing, mm-hmm. was, whereas obviously in the show, it was Janet Van Dyne in the quantum realm that brought yes. it back. But then again, the little changes don't matter because it's shown within the what if scenario. So mm-hmm. from that, every outcome, every possibility is a possibility. In awesome. what if it was Van Dyne instead? You know, as well. It was a good episode, Indeed. but it was overhyped. I liked uh, Bucky's complete nonchalantness about the fucking killing Falcon and Cap. <laughs> just did not give a single shit. It was like, oh, you know, he is my best friend. Maybe I should feel bad about it, but I don't. When he said, I should feel bad about it, but I don't, Lindsay was sat next to me and she just went, that's called depression. <laughs> True. I, it was a good episode, but yeah, it was overhyped. It had the same outcome as Frozen for me. Like, it was good. It was not as good as people were making it out to be, but it was good. That's a very interesting comparison to Frozen. Marvel Zombies is Frozen. One movie from Disney that I despise to this day and will always despise. It was okay. It wasn't as good as people made it out to be. I wonder if they... I wonder maybe they knew it wasn't going to meet expectations. That why that's why they moved it up rather than it being party four this week. Yeah, because that really maybe. fucking pissed me off because I was looking forward to party four. Thing is, the thing is, though, now, now, now we're going to be thinking. Now we're going to be thinking about party four, and we're going to overhype party four, and then party four is going to let us down. Mm. That's the problem. Now they kind of just shoot. They, like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what party four ends up being. Yeah. We'll see what. We'll see what happens in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So, but clearly not because it's going in a what if scenario. <laughs> What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless you're owned by Marvel and then they move it over several episodes and you never find out what happens in Vegas. There's actually some some rumours going around the rumour mill that uh, the villain for Multiverse of Madness will be the Doctor Strange from the What If episode. 
and also the fact that Captain Carter might make an appearance as well. Well, so there all, there's also lots of there's lots of things around. Is this um, Doctor Strange uh, Mephisto? Mm. Yeah, but there's now also thoughts of the Doctor Strange in No Way Home doesn't have the shake on his hands. Doesn't have shaky hands. The guy who lost movement in his hands and has always got shaky hands doesn't have shaky hands. Why is that the case? Was that just just the way it was filmed? Or is there something hidden involved? Could it be, as I say, the, the villain for Multiverse? I think it's that. I, I think could it, could it be Mephisto? <laughs> I think they're just going to keep teasing him and never give it him. Give it us. Yeah. Been the thing is, though, long. they have been teasing him. Oh, no, the words yeah, devil in disguise yeah. has been used so much. The imagery of devils as well. So much shit to actually do with Mephisto. The, 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 the fly so in WandaVision. I mean, to be honest, WandaVision just absolutely, like, every episode had a had a Mephisto kind of reference to it. And it was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Just give us Mephisto now. Okay. Do you think they're going to kill Aunt May in the new Spider-Man film? Because the reason why I'm thinking this, okay, they come in, they kill Aunt May, all right, Spider-Man goes through all the multiverses, he finds Mephisto, makes a deal with Mephisto to bring Aunt May back, essentially doing Don't the one do last day. One more day. <laughs> you say don't do one more day they're not going to do the actual story one more day but I'm wondering it's the Marvel uni- Cinematic Universe will they just take elements from it to create their own storyline you know because it's inspired by people didn't like that comic <laughs> oh god no one did but the thing is no no one liked the uh, Captain America being Hydra and going hail Hydra but they worked that into the movies as well Without having him turn Hydra, just I don't have know about Kat that. I was like Hydra. literally that one scene. I think that was just more of an Easter egg than anything. I don't want to kill Aunt May though, because I'd rather look at her fucking Marissa Tomei more than than have her be dead. Yes, I agree. She is absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I like the thing no... every Spider-Man franchise they bring out, Aunt May keeps getting younger. So we're just going to get to like two, like two more Spider-Men yeah. down the line, and this is going to be like a teenage girl called Aunt May. It's <laughs> <laughs> going to be a situation where like Peter Parker's is like younger than him <laughs> it's gonna be like a proper sweet home <laughs> alabama style thing aunt may and peter parker and be like this is some proper redneck universe this might have me she my cousin and my wife and my, my auntie all in one <laughs> actually I, I i don't think i've ever asked you this at all because i know i know you don't like the mcu adam have you seen uh spider-verse i haven't you haven't. Oh, I was going to ask you if you liked it. Oh, you bastard. It's very good. It is very good. Is that the animated music? Yes. Yes. I should watch that. Cause, you uh, should. It, it is, is very good. good. It is very good. The Spider-Verse comic is better in concept than it actually is in... It's not very much like the, the yeah. comic. It's not very much that, like the That's why I was saying, if you would let me finish, you fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will cut you off a turn here. <laughs> the big C word came out. Oh dear! Oh, I fucking love it. If Tom ever tries to monetize this, like they'll just go through the history and be like, you know that that Adam guy, he he said like some bad words, so like we can't monetize this podcast. This is this is good. I'm actually going to be putting them all up on YouTube. I'm going to be getting like a really funny bleeping sound, and every fucking five minutes in this one, it's just going to be. Beep, 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 beep. 
<laughs> They're gonna think that R two D two is having a fucking seizure or something. <laughs> the actual Spider Verse movie might be like better than the actual comic. <laughs> I mean, it's called Spider Verse, but like realistically, it's a it's a. I would agree. It is. It's a spy. It's a Spider Gwen, Peter Parker, Miles Morales movie there because even though it's called it Spider Noir, is there? He doesn't do a lot, and also Spider Ham is Spider Ham, so you know it's just a joke yeah. anyway. And then uh, what's the fucking no, Penny Parker. The, I couldn't remember her name because she's just irrelevant. So it's they, they kind of put him in there, but it is a Penny Parker uh, and her robot. She's just there for hentai. There is a very, <laughs> very, very weird pornographic animation of that of Penny Parker. Now we'd yep. absolutely get demonetized if it goes on YouTube. I've seen some disgusting individuals online. Trust me. So have I. They're called Liam. <laughs> Fucking hell! We'll that person we'll scares me. We have to dunk on Liam every podcast. It has to be done, which is funny because I know he listens to us as well. <laughs> which makes Fuck it more you, fun. <laughs> which makes it even funnier because we just shit on him every episode, and he has to listen to it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Liam. He Message no me sometime, you because he's because ne- he's because awesome. he's never gonna be a guest on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're never going on my fucking show, Liam. You're not going on my fucking Your show. Your show? Oh, I spoke My show. Your show. <laughs> did or did not you call me the host the other day, though? I don't, know, did I? I don't remember fucking... I don't remember the podcast. That's why I have to listen to one. Spider-Verse is a good film, and um, yeah, What If This Week was a good What If, but I think it was just hyped up too much. Agreed. Agreed. Star-Lord episode is my favourite. The Child of Star-Lord. That was a good episode. It was also nice oh, to see yeah. fucking Chadwick Boseman back on this episode. I agree. Uh, I know. I, for me, Doctor Strange and the T'Challa Star-Lord was, was very good. Yes. Having uh, Chadwick back again was nice. Nice little homage for him. That might be the last time. Mm. Especially that seen. fucking line glimmer as well. I nearly cried, man. But never, but never, but never say never. Mm. Literally, that fucking line he got of like, yeah. "Oh, death's not the end." It's like, oh, you had to get fucking him to read that line. But it's like you had to keep that line in. Come on, man. Joe's been kicked again. Down <laughs> it's, it's his own fucking fault. <laughs> he was the one that jinxed it last podcast. <sighs> he literally said, "Like, if I, Damn if it. no one." gets kicked out in the next podcast you know like i'm just gonna fucking leave and now he's actually left because he's the one getting kicked fucking irony at the best i'll blame adam for dropping the (laughs) c-bomb apparently joe can still hear us yeah yeah, adam's ruined it (laughs) i could wrap it up we could wrap it up well, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it. yes, Adam. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope okay. everyone did enjoy, enjoy listening. To yeah, us. thank you to Joe, who's no longer here because he fucked off halfway through, as he said he would do in the last one. Thank you. Oh, he stayed to... true to his word. Yeah, can't blame him. He's a good friend. He, at least he's <laughs> honest. Um, yeah, this episode has been an absolute fuck show. And thank you again to Adam showing up today. It has been a pleasure having you on and hopefully no people don't get too fucking upset listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> well absolutely and it, well to be fair guys if you do if you do like if you want would like to be a guest and would like to come on the show then please do get in touch. Yeah. Um and, and we would we would love potentially love to have you on. Um of course share this with your friends wherever you get your podcast follow us. And, and keep up to yep. date with everything. Follow us on Twitter. The Nerd Solution. Solution the Nerd. Waiting for you to plug to plug in the bloody Twitter there. Yeah, yeah, I'll, pl- <laughs> I'll, I'll plug the Twitter. The Twitter's <laughs> at Solution and Nerd Nerd Solution. All that bullshit. Thank you for everyone that keeps coming back each week. It is appreciated. And this has been the Nerd Solution. Goodbye. Ta-ta. See ya.